Welcome to the Sobity Chat Podcast. If you are new and welcome back if you are a regular and a part of the fam. My name is Fatima and the Sobity Chat is a self-care community and podcast designed to empower women through faith-infused resources, mental health support, coaching, and wellness events. So before we dive in, let's chat about a few ways that you can support the show. The first way is by subscribing wherever you are listening. The second way is to share with a friend. If you think that this episode or this show will provide value to their lives, please go ahead and drop them that link. The third way is to rate and review via iTunes or wherever you're listening, but iTunes is probably the most primary source where my listeners come from. So make sure you head over there and leave a comment about why you like the show and leave a rating. And then finally is by submitting your questions via email, which is sobdchat at gmail.com, my personal Instagram, Fatima underscore farmer, or by sending a voice message right here on Anchor if that's where you're listening. So without further ado, let's get into today's show. So I'm really excited about today's episode. This is actually going to be the start of a series that I'm doing that is a dating series um, or something of the sort. (laughs) And I say or something of the sort because it's not dating in the sense that you may be thinking. This is about dating yourself, dating God before you date a physical person. So I'm really excited to dive into this series that I'm going to be sharing here on the podcast and also on my YouTube channel so you can listen on either place. And I really want this to be interactive. So I'm going to ask that you, you know, share your thoughts during this conversation, especially if you're on YouTube, if you're on iTunes or Spotify, whatever, please leave a review. But if you're on YouTube, like I want you to comment along because there's going to be a lot of questions in this episode that if you're reflecting on, Yes, I want you to take time to really reflect and journal on them, but I also want you to leave your comments. Like, I want this to really be a dialogue so that we can all just learn and share and grow with each other and from each other. So I apologize for the, if you hear any airplanes in the background, um, it's California. I feel like there's always airplanes and helicopters just so loud. (laughs) But um, today we're going to be talking about peace in your single season. Wow. (laughs) What was that? (laughs) We're going to be talking about peace in your single season. But before I dive into that, actually, I want to share an announcement. Um, I want to share an announcement, something really exciting that I just launched over on the um, podcast and on the YouTube is a community feature. So I'm really excited about this because You guys know that I have been creating content for this platform for years now. I have been creating YouTube content and uh, podcast content really for years. Like, I think I started my YouTube channel in 2011, I think. Um, Either way, whether it was 2011 or 2012, I started with the intention to really just have connection and community and that's what has been happening um and recently I have decided to launch the monthly supporter uh feature on my podcast and on my YouTube channel so what does that mean 
That basically means that if you are a fan of the show or the community, if it's been blessing you, that you can help me produce more content. So I'm really on a mission this year to create higher quality episodes. Like I'm ready to invest in microphones. I'm going to interview a lot more guests, a lot more like healthcare professionals, therapists, psychologists, just people who can provide deeper insight on a lot of the topics that we're talking about and just creating more visual content as well on the YouTube channel. So if you are interested in supporting the show, um, there's different tiers and different options that you can support, that you can share, um, that you can share and support the show to really make an impact in a bigger way. So um, if you're interested in doing that, just click the link in the description of this podcast, wherever you're listening, and you'll see that there's different tiers that you can choose from for your monthly contribution. You can contribute as low as a dollar per month or $10 per month. And on the YouTube channel, there's perks that are involved. So over on um, Anchor, if you want to support, that's just genuinely you just supporting. You don't want anything in return. You're just like, hey, I think the show is dope. I want to support. But um, on the YouTube channel, there's actually perks involved. So if you are really engaged with the community, you know, you're someone that shows up in the comments and you want to really be celebrated and highlighted and receive more personalized support and guidance from me, especially, um, then you can register. You can sign up for that on the YouTube channel. So you'll see two links down below with information about different membership tiers that you can select from. But I just want to say thank you in advance for anyone that has decided to contribute, whether it is just to be a supporter or if you want, you know, like VIP access to features and products and services. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. I literally could not do this without you guys. So now I'm really going to get into today's topic. I just wanted to share that. So I want to talk about finding peace in your season Sing, oh my God, that is like a tongue twist. I can't get it out today. Finding peace in your single season. And I want to talk about this because if you listen to my last episode, which I hope you did, I talked about how a breakup and how my single season really led me to a understanding of unconditional love, of God's unconditional love. And I want to just kind of talk about that in a sense of how you can apply it to your life, right? Because in that episode, I really made it personal and I got super vulnerable and shared my story of dealing with the breakup. And I really want to make this as applicable as possible for the listeners. I don't want this show or this this community to be about me. I share my experiences because I think that they're helpful, but I always want to turn it back to you and say, okay, now this is how you can apply this lesson that I learned to your life. So I really want to talk about how finding peace in a season of singleness and how shifting your perspective can really allow you to maximize the time that you have. So I'm going to be sharing a lot of information in this podcast. So if you are excited and ready, if you're on YouTube, go ahead and give me a thumbs up um, and let me know you're excited in the comment section and grab your notebook because you're going to need it because this one is going to be full with questions and scriptures and all of that. So um, I'm going to be sharing some self-love tips, some practical tips, some faith things that you can do that had really helped me on my journey. 
um, and really prepared my heart for God-centered love again. So I want to start by just asking you some questions just to think about, right? These aren't like deep journaling questions, or maybe they are for you, but really more so just things for you to think about. So before we get started in the comment section, I want you to drop down in there and let me know if you are single and if so, how long you've been single, just out of curiosity. So how does it feel to be single? Are you lonely? Are you having sexual temptations? Are you struggling to spend time alone? Do you feel ashamed of your singleness? Why do you want to be in a relationship or married? I'm asking these questions because a lot of these questions were kind of running through my mind um, for the period of time that I have been single. You know, it's questions that have been coming up for me where I'm just like, you know, I'm having these feelings. I'm having these thoughts. I'm feeling shame some days. I'm feeling lonely some days. What is this? Right. Really trying to dissect that. So I want to pose those questions to you. And maybe those are the questions that you've already been asking yourself. So I think these are questions that we should consider if you are at the beginning of this journey. You know, maybe you've or maybe you've even been single for a while, but if you are someone that's newly single and you're just discovering this series, you know, these are questions that you should just think about. Being single honestly is a part of being human. Like at some point all of us are going to be single some longer than others, some more than others. But regardless, it's something that we all experience. So it's a very real thing. But I think a lot of times we, in society, our culture just celebrates relationships. But being single isn't really celebrated. Being single isn't really talked about. It isn't really praised. It isn't It isn't as much um, content about it. It's like if you search being like, married and being Christian and married and godly relationships and all this stuff. You can find so much stuff about that. But like, what about for the people who are single and really out here struggling, you know? So that's why I wanted to create this because there's so much that I've learned. And I just think there's a lack in resources for people who are going through it. So um, I want to say first that if you are feeling ashamed of being single, number one, I want to remind you that you shouldn't. If God placed you in this season, if God placed you in a season of singleness where you're not in a relationship, you're not married, know that that is for a reason. There's so many things that can be birthed and discovered in this season that I've experienced myself over the last like year or so. And the beautiful thing about this is that you literally have all of the time, the space, and the energy to devote to this season of really loving yourself, of really understanding God. And in order to maintain your peace in this season, something that I've realized is that it starts by focusing your intention on God, on unconditional love from God. And I'm going to break down some, just some things that maybe you have or have not considered that can be gained from your season of singleness. So the first one is you have the time, energy, and space to fall in love with Jesus and to practice unconditional love. And unconditional love, when you really break that down, like, my definition of that is just this abundance of love that flows 
from source, from God, into you, and then into other people. That's how I see it. I see it almost as like this ocean. Like God's love is like as vast as the ocean, right? All the oceans, all the seas. And then that trickles down into rivers, right? And lakes and ponds. So I see love for self as the rivers. I see love for self as rivers. And then the love for other people trickles down into those streams. It's like you have all these different streams that are shooting out of this river that is like an extension of that love flowing from God through you and into other people. So according to Webster, we're going to give you the definition of what, what unconditional love actually is. And I just want you to really like, just think about it. So of course it says it's not conditional or is, or is not limited, but some of the other words for it is absolute or unqualified, like absolute love, unqualified love. It's like, that is how I view unconditional love. When I think about God, when I think about how God saved us. And when I think about how God sent his only son down to earth to save us, that is the highest example of unconditional love. So that's why for me, I turn to God when, when I was first in this season of singleness, why I felt this yearning for God, because I'm like, I just felt this desire to want to understand love deeper. I'm like, I don't feel like I have the capacity to really be loved. I don't feel like I am fully giving love. Where does that come from? And I realized that it came from that I never actually was in love with God. I never experienced that. I never experienced that. And that's how all of this started for me was a journey of saying, okay, if I really devoted this season, this time of space to deepening my relationship with God, what will come out of it? And what I realized is that I had the ability to do those three things, to fall in love with God, to practice unconditional love, to fall in love with myself. And also something that came out of that, the third thing is to discover and develop my purpose. And that's something that you can do as well, which is such a blessing when you think about because when you really think about this, I was listening to a sermon the other day and the pastor said that God doesn't send you company. He sends you a helper, right? And if you think about that, that's true with Adam and Eve, right? God sent Eve as a helpmate to Adam. If you think about that, it's similar to Ruth and Boaz. It's so many different examples we can think of in the, in the Bible where God didn't just send someone in this person's life just because he placed them there for a purpose, right? He placed them there to help them through their life to fulfill whatever their purpose was. And when you view relationships through that lens, you realize the importance of discovering and developing your purpose before you discover your partner. Because if you don't know what your purpose is and you meet someone and you think that that's your partner, you decide to spend your life with this person. But if your purpose and their purpose is not aligned, then tension is going to build and friction is going to build. And you may wake up one day and realize that now you know what your purpose is and now you have to choose between your partner 
or your purpose because when you attached yourself to them, they didn't align to the purpose that you have now. So to avoid all of that, this season of singleness can be used to really develop that, to seek God and to understand what your purpose here is on this earth. So that when you are seeking a partner and positioning yourself to receive a partner, that partner will complement your purpose, not conflict it. So those are the three things that can be gained from being single. Fall in love with Jesus and practice unconditional love. You can fall in love with yourself and you can discover and develop your purpose. So I'm going to quickly share, like quickly, very quickly, um, just for reference. I think if you have not read the book of Ruth, that would be a great place to go to see an example of this. But Ruth pretty much was widowed and her mother-in-law was also widowed and she also lost both of her sons. So um, both of her daughter-in-laws were now widowed. So there's these three women who are all widowed and Naomi, who was the mother, she's like, you know, go back home, go back to where you came from. Like our husbands have died, go back home. This is the summary version. And, you know, one of the widowed women decided to go, but Ruth decided, no, like, I'm going to stay with you. I'm going to go where you go. I'm going to stay where you stay. I'm going to like serve you pretty much. And she did that. She followed Naomi back home and then she ended up in a field, right? She ends up in a field where she's working. She's like following behind the harvesters, picking up their their seed, like picking up the leftovers, but she's serving. The point is that she's serving and she's serving well. And then she gets noticed by Boaz, right? So like I said, I want you to read that because that's not the point of this uh, podcast right now is to deeply study that. But I want you to go and read that and just to see how the posture of Ruth's heart was an attitude of serving, an attitude of living and purpose, an attitude of being in service to others. She didn't use that season of being a widow and being single selfishly. She didn't use it to be promiscuous. She didn't use it to, she didn't waste time in that season. She was focused on serving. She was focused on doing what God had called her to do in that season. And then this person came in and complimented what she was already doing. So again, that's in Ruth, the book of Ruth, where I would encourage you to just go through and read that if you're curious about that. But discovering and developing your purpose is huge in this season. And um, yeah, it's huge. It's huge and it's necessary. So I want to share... I want to share some journaling prompts that I think you should consider. And like I said, please share in the comment section if you're over on YouTube, some of your responses that come to mind. But these are some journaling prompts that you should really just spend some time reflecting on in this season. 
So the first one is just asking God, why do you have me in this season? Why do you have me in this season? Second question is, what do I need to learn? What do I need to learn? Third question is, are there any people or things I need to let go of to focus on you? This is talking to God. Are there any things or people that I need to let go of to focus on you? What is my purpose? And how can I draw closer to it in this season? What is my purpose and how can I draw closer to it in this season? And the final question is, what areas of me need healing? What areas of me need healing? And that's that's huge. I mean, all these questions are so important, but really like taking some time to think about what needs to be healed in you, especially if you're newly single, right? Like you may have just broken up with someone. You may have just gotten a divorce. You may have just entered this season And most likely there's some baggage or something lingering from the person that you were dating before. So really taking some time with God to just pray and to ask what needs to be healed in me, you know, analyzing what happened in that previous relationship. What can you learn from it? How can you grow from it? That takes you holding a mirror up to yourself and saying, how can I change? How can I grow? Can your communication improve? Can your emotional maturity improve? Can your anger or your self-discipline, like really taking some time to just understand how can you grow and change in this season as well, right? So I would love to see what your answers and your thoughts are on that. Um, And now I just want to share some scriptures that I would encourage you to study and to reflect on that really um, for me just kind of they don't speak directly to being single but they speak to the power of of focusing on God in this season so the first one is Romans chapter 8 verse 28 and it says and we know that for those who love God all things work together for good for those who are called according to his purpose the second one is Proverbs 20 verse 5 and it's the purpose in a man's heart is like deep water but a man of understanding will draw it out so again just thinking about how this season this season is just you don't have to be ashamed of it it happened for a reason It's according to God's purpose for your life, this season that you're in. And also that the purpose and the desire that God has for you can be drawn out, but it takes time and it takes you really spending time with God. And this is a perfect time to do that. This is a perfect time to do exactly that. So I want to close this out in a prayer and... Really just a prayer to help us maintain our focus for us to see, to have a perspective of purpose in this season and understand that this is an opportunity to really dive deeper into our relationship with God and 
in the next episode, I'm actually going to share some practical ways to do that. Some practical things that you can do to really dig deeper into your relationship with God in this season. So let's go ahead and pray. God, I just say thank you for allowing us this opportunity to pray and to be together in your presence right now. As that anyone that is listening to the sound of my voice, that if they are in a single season, that you just comfort them right now, God. Remind them that they don't have anything to be ashamed about, embarrassed about, or afraid of. You've called them to this season for a reason, and you are going to do miraculous things in their life because of their obedience to seek you first you said that you will give us the desires of our heart if we seek your kingdom first and we're seeking your kingdom wholeheartedly today god so god we thank you for the luxury of being single right now and although we may desire a god-centered relationship or marriage god we trust that in this season is for a purpose God, we ask that in the meantime that you help us to develop a deeper, more intimate relationship with you. We want to feel your love like never before. And I pray that you break off any feelings of shame, guilt, and loneliness from anyone that's listening right now. I pray that you remove any fears that they will never experience the goodness of a God-centered relationship and a God-centered marriage. We ask that you prepare our hearts We ask for the strength of the Holy Spirit to keep our eyes focused on you and you alone. We ask that you guide our steps, reveal our purpose, and comfort us in times of weakness or worry. In your name we pray, in Jesus' name we pray. I pray all these things and receive them by faith. In your name, amen. Amen. So as I was praying, I actually felt the urge and the conviction to actually share the ways to build and focus your attention on God right now. (laughs) So I'm going to do that. I was going to make it a whole separate episode, but I'm feeling compelled really strongly to do it right now. So I'm going to share some personal things that I have done that have really helped me to focus on God, continue to build Build my relationship with God, understand unconditional love with God so that I can practice it in the physical world, which has been so beautiful and so rewarding. And yeah, some things that you can do, some things that you can implement now. You can start now. So the first thing that I did after I spent time thinking about these questions that I asked you, so I would encourage you to start there. But then after you do that, I would encourage you to make dates with God. Right. Just make dates with God, because like with any relationship, like if you really view this as a relationship with God, like any relationship, you have to make time for it. You have to make time to say, I'm going to go on dates with this person. I'm going to just get to know them. Right. That's the whole purpose of going on dates with the person is you want to get to know them. You want to just spend time in their presence. You want to talk to them about their day. You want to just feel their energy and their love and When you view a relationship with God in the same way, it requires the same effort. So set aside a time 
my personal time with God is as soon as I wake up. Because I know that if I don't do it as soon as I wake up, it's probably not going to happen. So I used to be one of those people that would just like pray to God in the car or pray when I was going here or there. And that's there's nothing wrong with that. But if you want to build intimacy in a relationship, you have to do more than just talk to the person in the car. Like imagine if you were dating someone and the only time you talked to them was when you were commuting to work or before you ate or before bed. Like think about how awkward that would be and how distant you would probably feel from each other and how much you wouldn't know about each other because you didn't just make time to just hang out, right? So make time, make it a priority to just spend time in God's presence. And what does that mean? Like I was always one of those people that I would hear that and I'd be like, well, what does that mean? Spend time in God's presence. It literally means just laying with God, just sitting with God, just I'll give you practical step-by-step of what I do, right? In the mornings when I wake up, I have a little area next to my bed. That's like my little prayer corner. I have a little rug and pillows. It's very comfortable and inviting. I have fairy lights. Sometimes I'll have candles or Palo Santo or sage or whatever I need in that area just to, you know, get the vibes right. I have my Bible, my journal, my devotion. I have everything I need in that area. I need to even just put a water bottle there just to have it ready. (laughs) Um, But I have everything I need in that area. I'll have like a blanket, just make it nice and comfortable. And in the morning when I wake up, sometimes I do it from my bed, but I find that I'm more in tune when I do it, when I like shift my, my area. Like when I get up and I say, okay, I'm going to sit with God versus like, Hey, God, I'm up. Like, let's talk. You know, it's a little more um, intentional when I get out of bed. So each day looks a little different, but I try to make sure that I'm intentional about going to my little prayer corner. And I would encourage you to do that if you have the space. It doesn't have to be a closet. It doesn't have to be a room. It can be. But if you only have a corner, it's a corner, you know, and I think everybody has a corner that they can use. Like, If you're listening to this and by the grace of God, you have a place that you can stay, a room that you can stay. But like if you have a corner, like just use that corner, you know, but make it intentional, like shift your shift, your 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 environment, even if it's subtle. And then. Have everything prepared. That's important too. You don't want to just show up and just, I think it's easier to get distracted if you are not prepared. So something that I do is I don't check my text messages or I have my phone on do not disturb. I don't, I try not to check any messages or emails or social media before I do this. Cause I know if I do, my mind's going to get distracted and I'm not going to focus on God. So I have a Google home. And, you know, sometimes I'll just turn, I'll say, you know, play whatever. And I have playlists. Um, If you guys are interested, actually, let me know. And I can link the playlist if you guys are curious. But I have tons of playlists that are like silent worship, gospel worship, praise and worship. And I'll just put on one of my playlists. And I'll just, sometimes I'll praise first. Sometimes I'll literally just drop to my knees and pray and just start talking to God. Other times I'll journal first. It really is just like feeling out what I'm feeling called to. But the whole point is just like to be intentional about making that time and then sitting. Literally just there's been times where I'll worship, I'll journal, I'll read, I'll do all of those things. And there's other times where literally I will just lay there. I'll literally just lay on the floor and I'll just say, God, just thank you. I don't have any questions for you. I don't have any requests for you. I've said everything I needed to say. 
I'm just going to lay here and just experience your 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 presence. And what I do, something that I learned from a video that I found actually that I will for sure link because it changed everything for me. Um I I think about God's love in the physical sense. Like I think about the scriptures that I have on my heart. I think about the song that may be playing in the background where it just talks about this one song in particular that I love, that I love, love, love by, um, I think his name is Cody Card Cardner. Oh, Carnes, Cody Carnes. It's called Nothing Else. So I'll, sometimes I'll just put on like a song like that where I really just talk about God's presence and I just soak in it. I literally just listen to the words and I'm just like, wow, God, you feel this way about me. Like just imagining you feeling this way about me or I'll just think about the fact that you sent your son down here to save me. Like that is unconditional. That is unexplainable. That is undeserving, you know, and just meditating on that. It takes a lot of creative visualization and meditating on that to experience God's presence. That's what sitting in God's presence looks like to me is me closing my eyes and whether I'm reading something or listening to something or just laying there, just in my mind, I'm reflecting on all the ways that God has shown up for me and not what he's done. Right. I, Because I, that's conditional love. That's something that I learned is that that is conditional when I'm like, oh, you did this. Thank you so much. There's nothing wrong with, with praising God for those things. But taking it a step further and just saying, wow, you literally just love me just because just because I'm here, just because you you created me. In my mother's womb, you created me from dust. You created me with the stars, the universe, the moon, the sky, with plants, everything. You you created me so intricately, designed every part of every organ and every cell in my body. And just thinking about that, like, I didn't, un- I didn't get it before. I don't think I got it before where it was just... I would just focus on God did this and he got me this job and he got me this and he did this. But when I really just started thinking about, wow, you just the fact that you created me and with so much detail. It's just fascinating, like I'm in awe of that, you know, and that's what sitting in God's presence really look like looks like it's just being in awe of the fact that. He created you and he has a desire to be with you and to spend time with you. And in that video that I was watching that really shifted everything for me, the woman that was talking in the video, um, she she talked about how God is like so pleased in our sight. Like he's just so pleased when we're delighting in him. And like if you read the scripture, you'll see so many times where he just encourages us to just delight in him. And to delight in something means to just like immerse yourself in it, to just be in awe of it. And like as much as we are in awe of God, God is in awe of us in the same way. Like he's just so content and so full and happy when we're immersing ourselves in him because that is his desire for us is to be connected to him. So when we're doing that, it's so pleasing to him. And to think about that, to think about that, it literally is making me happy right now. I'm just thinking about it.
And that was not a concept that I always understood. That was something that like I would hear other people talk about. And I'm just like, okay, I guess like I hear you, but I don't feel it. But I feel it now because of the practice, because of consistently committing to showing up and just soaking in God's presence and sitting in God's presence and not asking for anything, not needing anything, literally just being like, I'm just here with you just because, just because you're here with me and I have the opportunity to be in your presence. It's truly a blessing and it's so nourishing. And if you've never felt it before, I pray that you try this and I pray that you stick to it because it can literally shift everything. Like as a result of me doing this consistently, I can honestly say like I am so much more open and loving and just positive and happy with people like in ways that I never saw myself before in ways that like when I when I'm in spaces, I feel myself just like I feel expanded. I feel just more open like it's not it's not costing me as much to give love to people or to share love with people because I have this abundance of love that I'm replenishing on every day every day it's like I'm soaking in that abundance of love so I can give love to other people and not feel like they're robbing me of something and not feel like I'm losing something and I promise you I had never felt that way it always felt like if I'm loving people regardless of how they treat me regardless of what they're doing regardless of how I feel about them then I'm losing something I'm sacrificing myself I'm sacrificing my energy I'm sacrificing my time and now I see it as like if I'm if God is abundant and I have his abundance then I can give you love and not expect anything in return. And you can give me love and I don't have an expectation that you have to be doing this because you want something. You have to be doing this because you need something. I can just assume that you have pure intentions, that you are loving the way God loves. And of course, that's not everybody, right? We still have to use discernment. We still have to be wise with the people that we keep around us and that we choose to to share our time and energy with. But the Bible tell us to love one another the way we love ourselves. Love God and love others. So it's an extension. Like when you when you really understand that concept, when you really experience that beyond just understanding it as a concept, but when you really experience the abundance of love from God and you feel that in your heart, it becomes so much easier to spread that and to share that and to receive it. So that's my rant. I feel like I just went on a rant. I just got real passionate, but I hope that you understand um, where I'm coming from and I hope that you try it and practice it and experience it in your life. Like I want everyone to experience this feeling that I have been feeling particularly over the last couple of months. It's just been like (laughs) a weave. And something else, one last thing I'm going to add is that by consistently doing this, I feel like it really prepared my heart for losing my job. Because if you don't know, go back and listen to a a few episodes prior, but I was let go from my job a few weeks ago, maybe like a month now. And, 
you know, that's happened to me in the past. And I just remember it being devastating. And I didn't even have that many responsibilities then. And I literally have all the responsibilities right now. But that peace of God just was so present because I'm just like, I'm spending all this time with God every day and I'm feeling so full and so nourished and so abundant. And I'm just like, yes, this happened, but I understand. I have this understanding of God love, God's love so deeply that fear wasn't the first emotion that I felt. It was peace. It was literally peace. As I was walking out of this job, I was just like, I feel God's peace right now. And at first I was like, okay, maybe this, you know, maybe this might fade and I might start panicking when I get home. The panic never came. The panic never came. And to this day, I can still say that the panic has not come. I have my moments where my mind will start to get a little anxious and I'm like, oh, I have to do this. I have to do that. But I always return to that peace. And I don't think that that would have been possible had I not been spending so much time just soaking in the abundance of God's love. So seriously, this time, that is the end of my rant. (laughs) I hope that this episode was impactful, inspiring, helpful. Like I said, this is the beginning of a series. I will try not to make all the episodes this long unless you enjoy them. Let me know in the comment section if you like long episodes. I personally enjoy long podcasts, but um, that may not be everyone's cup of tea. Um, So yeah, this is going to be the beginning of a series where we're going to be discussing self-love and dating and I'm really excited about it. So I hope that you enjoy this episode and let me know your thoughts in the comment section. If you did, please let me know. And I will talk to you all very, very soon. Bye. If you made it to the end of this episode, thank you again so much for listening. I wanted to share that as a bonus, I've actually created a self-love while dating companion worksheet that goes along with this podcast. This worksheet includes 35 journaling prompts and affirmations to help you build your self-love before you start dating. It includes questions and affirmations that will help you navigate your single season by allowing you to focus on your personal relationship with yourself and your relationship with God. So if you're interested in purchasing the campaign worksheet, click the link in the description of this podcast, or if you're listening on YouTube in the description box and go ahead and download this worksheet. I promise you it will be very helpful for your journey. It's affirmations that I have been using myself, affirmations that I created. And I also added a bonus prayer in there as well, because we all have those moments when we're feeling weak. And I hope that it encourages you and blesses you on your journey. I'll talk to you guys next week.